Chapter Forty Nine of the Wild Huntress. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Shasta, Oakland, California. The Wild Huntress by Thomas Main Reed chapter forty nine the unexpected appearance the finding of the flowers or rather the reflections to which they gave rise rendered me more anxious than ever to come up with the caravan the little incident had made me aware of the new danger hitherto unthought of up to that hour my chief anxiety with regard to lillian holt had been the companionship of the mormon this had been heightened by some information incidentally imparted by the deserters chiefly by sure shot it related to the destination of a number of the emigrants who accompanied the caravan and with whom the riflemen had held intercourse previous to their departure from van buren these were not prospective gold diggers but persons migrating westward from motives more spiritual they were saints bound for the salt lake there intending to stay and settle there was a large party of these latter-day converts under the conduct of an apostolic agent this much had sure shot ascertained he had not been their leader nor heard his name joshua stebbins might be the very man even as a conjecture this was bitter enough up to the time of joining with the deserters i had consoled myself with the belief that california was the destination of this saint and his squatter protege though at times i was troubled with the remembrance of suwanee's words their truth was almost confirmed by the report of the ex-rifleman i could not now think otherwise than that stebbins was bound for the mormon city and that he was the fox in charge of the flock of geese that accompanied the emigrant train it was more than probable while waiting in swampville for the letter of lillian i had learnt something of the history of the sedevant schoolmaster not much of the period subsequent to his departure from that place little more than the fact that he had joined the mormons and had risen to a high office in their church in short that he was one of their apostles this fact however was one of primary significance had the squatter also submitted to the hideous delusion was he also on his way to the shrine of the faith the answer to the former question was of slight importance so long as that to the latter might be conceived in the affirmative if holt was bound to the salt lake then was the fate of his daughter to be dreaded not long there may a virgin dwell 
the baptism of the new jordan soon initiates its female neophytes into the mysteries of womanhood absolutely compelling them to the marriage tie forcing them to a wedlock loveless and unholy suffering under such apprehensions i scarcely needed the additional stimulus of jealousy to urge me onward and yet strange as it may appear the finding of the bouquet had produced this effect i would have ridden on without halt but our animals required rest we had been travelling nearly all night and throughout the morning under the friendly shelter of the cottonwood forest we all needed an hour or two of repose and seeking a secure place near the ground of the deserted camp we stopped to obtain it the train could not be far ahead of us while seated in silence around the fire we had kindled we could hear at intervals the reports of guns they came from up the valley and from a far distance the sounds reached us but faintly now single shots and then two or three together or following in quick succession we were at no loss to account for the reports they were caused by the hunters of the caravan in pursuit of game we had now entered that charming region where elk and antelope abounded on our morning march we had seen herds of both trooping over the sward almost within range of our rifles even as we sat a band of beautiful antelopes appeared in the open ground near our bivouac fire and after satisfying their curiosity by gazing at us for a moment they trotted off into the covert it was a tempting sight too tempting for the young backwoods hunter to resist seizing his rifle he took after them promising us as he went off a more savory breakfast than the dry buffalo meat we were broiling soon after we heard the report of his piece and presently he appeared with a dead pronghorn upon his shoulders as wingrove came up to the fire i noticed a singular expression upon his countenance instead of being rejoiced by his success his looks betrayed anxiety i questioned him as to the cause he did not answer directly but drawing me to one side inquired in a whisper if i had seen anyone in his absence no why do you ask if it wasn't altogether unpossible i swore i seed that girl what girl i trembled as i put the question i was thinking of lillian that darnation devil of a chickasaw what suwanee yes suwanee oh that cannot be it could not be her so i thought myself but darn me cap'n if i can believe it warn't her what i see were as like her as two eggs what did you see well just arter i killed the goat and were hoistin on my shoulders i 
spied an injun glidin into the bushes i seed it war a squall and just the picter of the chickasaw she peered as if she had kim right out here and i thought you must a seed her did you get a sight of her face no her back work torst me and she kept on without turnin or stoppin a minute twar the very duds that girl used to wear and her bulk to an inch it couldn't a been like her her darn me if it twarn't either her or her ghost it is very improbable that it could have been either i did not for a moment entertain the idea that it was the chickasaw he had seen and yet my comrade was fully impressed with the belief and reiterated the assertion that he had either seen suwanee or her shatter though the thing was improbable it was not beyond possibility we knew that there were indians travelling with the train we had heard so before starting out but what likelihood was there of suwanee being among them certainly not much that there were prairie indians around us was probable enough we had already observed their traces upon the ground of the deserted camp the squaw seen by wingrove might be one of these whether or not her presence proved the proximity of redskins and the knowledge of having such dangerous neighbors summoned us to a fresh exercise of vigilance and caution our fire was instantly extinguished and contenting ourselves with a morsel of the half-broiled buffalo beef we moved to some distance from the spot before proceeding to cook the antelope a dark covert in the thick woods offered us a more secure kitchen there we rekindled our fire and roasting the ribs of the pronghorn refreshed ourselves with an ample meal after an hour's repose we resumed our journey in confident expectation that before sunset we should get within sight of the caravan End of chapter forty nine